Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. What's happening, family? What's going on? Psyched to be on the show again Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about you guys, dude, but I'm getting pumped, man. (laughs) I'm pumped up. Well, you're at a conference all day, weren't you? I was at a conference for three days. Oh, three days. I was at the Dunamis conference at Calvary Chapel Downey. And they had James Cadiz. He was actually on the panel. They had Lloyd Pooley. They had Odin Fong, Jeff Johnson, Tommy Coda, Ed Taylor. Who else am I missing? I think there was one more. Yeah, I can't remember who. I heard it. Dave Roth. Dave Roth. Oh, Dave Roth. Yeah. And it was sick. It was all about the Holy Spirit. And they went through the book of Acts. And, uh, Were you there yesterday when it was pouring rain like crazy? Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was gnarly. But gnarly. how bad was it out here though? Because I mean, it was. I mean, it was. It was pouring everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. But like, was there, there? I mean, I wasn't downy. It was, but there, I didn't see any like floods or anything like that. You didn't. That, that was more up um, in Sun Valley, um, up there off the the mountains a little bit. So. Dude, we were driving on the two ten freeway to go to Pasadena, and it was so bad that we almost didn't. Go. Is that bad? I mean, mind you. Yeah. My husband drives a little car (laughs) that doesn't go. (laughs) (laughs) That barely has any power to it. And his windshield wipers are 10, but really that's probably five for normal cars. So it was (laughs) pretty. He is rolling the Prius. Those are five inch rims. Exactly. (laughs) But he keeps them clean, though. (laughs) Good guess. Good guess, Miley. Yes, he saves a lot of money. Hey, but you know what did happen? You know, Nick owns that uh, that barbershop up in Whittier. Yeah. Uh Yeah, Whittier. It flooded. Did it really? Yeah, because wow. I was going to go meet him after, and he's like, hey, dude, he's like, flooded. It's like, come over, send me a video. So there was a little bit of floodage. Actually, there's the church was leaking. Really? Yeah, there was like, there was water okay. coming through. And dude, Downey's a massive church. I yeah. mean, who knows? Oh, yeah. Where the leaks for were sure. going there. But yeah, it was it was epic. It's going to be coming out, though, for the listeners. It's going to be coming out soon. You could Google uh, Calvary Chapel Downey Dunamis. It's going to... What, all the will, studies and everything? The studies, yeah, it'll be on their website. I already tried looking for it. It's not up yet. But I would encourage you guys to go and watch them. They were on point. They will fire you up. They talk about the pulse of culture, talk about the Holy Spirit, what was happening back then. You know, They even covered even like divisions. Wow. They covered uh, prayer and fasting. Just you know, all those. Th- I mean, we've read through the book of Acts several mm-hmm. times. But it's just cool when they just really expound on it. Oh, David right. Guzik. David Guzik, yeah. David Guzik. He, he was off the chain. Yeah, yeah legitness. But um, yeah, you guys got to get into that for sure. If you you know if you're trying to grow your faith and you just gave your life to God, you have to listen to studies. You need to read the Bible because that's the only thing that will transform you. And that's how God speaks to us. Mm. That's the bottom line. You know, there's a lot of people, and you guys could attest to this that there's people that. They call themselves Christians. They're going through hell. Right. And what happens is they started off by giving their life to the Lord, reading, going to church. And then what happens is they fall off distractions. Mm-hmm. They stop reading. They stop praying. <coughs> Excuse me. And they're going through hell. And they're trying to figure out how to get through it. But they're not reading and not praying. Exactly. That's how God speaks. Yeah. Right. Power. And there's power in the name, name of Jesus. There's power of the Holy Spirit uh, in our lives. And you know, last night we had a cool little Q&A on Friday night at W Live, and one of the questions was about the Holy Spirit, you know. And before I expound upon this a little bit, 
We're going to be taking your, your phone calls. Yeah. And it, I want to give out the number. It's 888-564-6173. Again, 888-564-6173. We had a great time last week. So many calls that came in. And it doesn't matter what you're going through. Maybe you have a question. You need encouragement. Whatever it might be, call in. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but what the girl was talking asked me last night was about the, the work of the Holy Spirit. In our lives, she heard of the in and the out, the, uh, the, 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 the yeah, the with, the, the in, in and, and the upon, upon experience, and we're just going down to break through it because it's very practical. It's very right. easy, you know. Sometimes we can get like too theological, and people don't don't get it. The with experience is just when before you are walking with Christ, you know, you start maybe getting conviction in your life. You used to do the same thing all the time, but you didn't have conviction. You can go out party all the time, and you don't feel bad. But then uh, after a while. You start feeling bad, and right. maybe there's something in your life that's making you think about eternity, thinking about, man, like, my life needs to change. Like, right. God works, like, kind of naturally like that. We start thinking, you know? Exactly. Like, with you, Ryan, you can attest. You've dealt with those thoughts before, but you came to the Lord, I'm sure, with you, Melinda, mm-hmm. as well. I know I did. And when God starts working in you, in your life like that, he starts drawing you to himself. Then when you come to a place where you acknowledge your sin, you acknowledge your need for God, he comes into your life. You are, when you're born again in the Holy Spirit, you, you repent of your sins and you ask Christ into your life. So you and get, it's a when holy you do life. that, you get the. So when you give your life to Jesus, mm-hmm. you get the in, right. the indwelling of the right. Holy Spirit. He right. comes in and makes his home in you. Mm-hmm. But then you have the upon experience, right. which you're you're when you're in tune with the Spirit, you're reading, you're praying, and you need that um, uh, strength to maybe speak to someone. Or strength to get through the day, or for, to, you just need God's help. You have that upon experience. Right. So what is it? And it's with, in, in, in and upon. And upon. Right. So what's the with? The with is when you're born again, the Holy Spirit. I mean, John chapter three, probably the, the best thing uh, to kind of break that down. Jesus talks about as somebody is born again, the Holy Spirit is like the wind. There's a change that takes place in their life. Second, same thing that um, Paul talks about in Second Corinthians five. Who's ever in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things pass away. Now, with, with G- so he's with you, transforming yes. you. Yeah, yes. He, yes. yeah, okay. he's in your life. And think about this. This is the other part with the upon experience. Because when Jesus resurrected and showed himself to the disciples, it said that he breathed upon them mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And, and we truly believe, Bible teachers believe that that is a place where they were born again in the Holy Spirit, the, the disciples at that particular time. But then when Jesus was saying that, I want you to go because he gave him the commission to go mm-hmm. and preach the gospel but i also want you to wait i want you to go but i want you to wait mm-hmm. and where do you want him to wait and they waited there in jerusalem yep. and acts 1 8 which i'm yep. sure that mm-hmm. conference was yep. based on when power that will come upon you from on high and that is the power of the holy spirit and that's in chapter two when the holy spirit fell upon the church they were speaking in tongues there was the flame of fire that was there and Peter, who was a bumbling fool so many times, is now preaching and proclaiming the word of God with power. And that's a demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's the upon experience, victory over sin, and victory to be able to be used by the Lord in a powerful way. So just to break it down. Break it down. So when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this Holy Spirit comes within you. Mm-hmm. But he ha- he's not upon you. Mm-hmm. And so that's when you need to ask for the Holy Spirit. To come upon you, and I'm sure at many churches like our church, mm-hmm. we have that time. If you want, you know, if you want the Holy Spirit to come upon you, then people come and pray, yep. so that the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Yep. So, as asking, 
you, Melinda. Yes. I'm going I'm to be the listener. Okay. Ask so me. Why, besides the fact that I need In me, uh-huh. why do I have to have it upon me? You need to have it upon you because, like you were saying before, it's that extra help to get you through your walk with the Lord. It's that, Sin, to yes, prevent you from sinning. Exactly. It's that whole point of, like, I can't make it, but yet the Holy Spirit's there as your helper to get you through it, to have the courage to go out to be a witness to those people that might not know who Jesus is. It's that, I, I call it, <laughs> it's that... When you plug it in the light sockets, that extra power yeah. that you receive, charges you. yeah, yes. charges you up, you know? Yes. Yeah. Very true. And, and where the gifts of the Holy Spirit are being able to be li- lived out Correct. as well. Because that's, like, I, I was telling someone the other day, and like, dude, like, well, I'm a bumbling fool from, right. from school and stuff like that. And like, but when the Lord touches <laughs> right, your you life by the power, of, <laughs> right, right, by the power of the Holy Spirit, like He shows you gifts, right? Yeah. Like, right. and God has given me the gift of teaching and, and preaching, word of wisdom, knowledge, and also um, discernment. Like, these are the gifts that operate through me. You know, for Ryan, he has a preaching teaching too, but he also has the gift of evangelism, I believe, and some other various gift, gift of tongues and stuff like that. We all have various gifts, and when we spend time with the Lord and the Shut baptism of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's an amazing thing. And, and I think that the Lord wants us to walk by His Spirit. He tells us over and over throughout Scripture. Um, and it's a place of trusting in the Lord and by seeing His power working through our lives. Yep. So if you don't have it, get it. Just <laughs> ask right. God to— Just go get it. Just ask Him to come into your life and then uh, start reading, go to the church, get plugged in there, have some uh, pastors or elders, whatever you want to call them, at the church— to lay their hands on you. And even like when you read Acts, it says that they, they laid their hands on them mm-hmm. and prayed for them. Yeah. And uh, they received, you know, the Holy Spirit. So have that, and then um, God will start moving in your life. You know, exactly. as we um, start going on with the show, I just want to plug a couple of things. And one thing is with the show, like, we get a lot of cool feedback. I know, Ryan, you get a lot of inboxes. Uh, you know, Melinda, now that she has her social media get, uh, going on, <laughs> like, you get those things too. And I do as well. Like, um, there was somebody um, calling up that they were, you know, listening from, where was it? Somewhere in Europe and other people from all over the place that tune in weekly, man. And mm-hmm. all those that are listening right now, we just want to give you a shout out. Thank you so much for, for tuning in and being a part of the show, whether you're praying or whether it's just feeding you some way spiritually. We encourage you. Maybe you're just tuning on the radio right now and you're just uh, spending some time with us on these Saturday nights. You know, I'm glad that we can be a part of your evenings like this. Uh, if you want to see all of the archives of the shows that we do here, you can go to ryan-reese.com. Also, you can go to all of Ryan's teachings that are there, The Shine, uh, that is at Sunday night at Cary Chapel, Golden Springs. A couple of us are filling in for him for a little bit, and he's going to be right back after he gets done with his uh, knee surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a Sunday night thing that, that's amazing. And also with the Whosoevers, they went to another high school uh, this last week, and there's a lot of cool things that the Whosoevers got going on. One thing is the product. The product is off the chain. So many people like it. I know you run into people on the street. They see your gear exactly. and they're like, it's dope. And uh, all the product that um, is sold with the whosoever's goes right back into the movement. So they could be able to go to the Kill the Noise Tours and other things like that. And the Kill the Noise Tours are high school, public high school tours, giving the kids Jesus Christ. And you just went to Ganesha on Yeah, when? Ganesha in, in Pomona. Yep. And that was sick. I mean, we just invited, we showed up at the classroom. Started pulling kids into the classroom, inviting mm-hmm. them, failed the classroom, 
gave the message, and a bunch of kids got saved, gave them the Gospel of John. Right. Hooked them up with some stickers that would get them back to my website so they could find the Bible studies in the in the radio shows. Right. It, was, it was epic. It works yes. perfect. Well, let's go ahead, and uh, we got calls coming in. I'm going to give that number out one more time, and then we'll just take one of the calls, Melinda, that hit the inbox okay. where these other calls are being typed in. Uh, the number is 800-864-6173. Yeah, it's not 800. It's 888 <laughs> 888-564-6173. 888-564-6173. Every call is good. Every voice matters. We want to hear from you. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Exactly. They're all good because you might not know the answer, and there's probably another million people that are listening that don't know the answer either. So it's all good. This is what we're here for. So, Melinda, let's let's, let's take one from the inbox. Okay. So it says, yo, man, God is so great. Just realize it's Saturday. Have a good show. If you get to it, I have a question. I know showing love and prayers for friends that aren't Christian are great. Since I've come to the Lord, my testimony has turned a lot of my friends away. Do you have any other advice from your experiences? Well, since we have the mastermind over here, <laughs> Sean McKeon, that can remember every verse in the Bible. Exactly. What's that verse where they talk about Jesus says, you know, don't, don't get discouraged because if they, if they don't accept you, they never didn't accept me. Right. Like, right. They don't, don't expect them to accept you. Right. They don't like Jesus. Right. You're a follower of Christ. So they're not going to so like they don't, you. They don't like it. Yep. And and that's um, it's sad, but when you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you know Satan has a blind; he has you blinded right. mm-hmm. to the truth. So, um, but it's only for a time, yeah. Because they're gonna, yeah. they might not accept you now, mm-hmm. but they will someday. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's they're they're gonna go. Th- I have like tons of friends who like were like, yeah, whatever, she's crazy. But when they go through a problem, who's the first person they call? Mm -hmm. Me. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like leaving that door open to that they feel comfortable talking to you. They might not accept you, might not hang out with you anymore, but enough to be like, they know what they're talking about. That's the person I'm going to turn to when I go through hard times. And to get to that point, they're going to watch your life. Exactly. They're going to watch yep. your life. You just gave your life to the Lord. I mean, I remember when, uh, you know, the story of Kilo. Remember when he became a gangster? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, one day to the next, this white dude, Kilo. That's actually how he got the name Kilo. Right. You know? Yeah, I so, would say. So okay, let, let's, just, let's just bring it. Let's just kind of relate this whole Christianity thing to. Uh, Becoming a, a gangster. A gangster. <laughs> yes. Okay? So basically, our, our friend is white. And uh, it's my friend's little brother, and he basically moves to where did he move to? Like Bull, uh, uh, Carson City, Carson City, right? right? Yeah, something like that. Somewhere in a Bullhead City <laughs> or something. He moves away, and then all of a sudden he takes a bus back, gets off the bus, and I picture like the movie, you know, some gangster movie comes up, some too short or something. <laughs> this white dude comes off in a in dicky dick, uh, khaki dicky pants and khaki dicky shirt <laughs> with a briefcase, what? a briefcase. <laughs> So, oh no, wait, was he a Crip or a Blood? Uh, Crip. Okay, so he was in blue. Yeah, he, he was, was in, yeah. He was all in blue. Right. And then he basically came back to Laverne and goes, right. they asked him, hey, dude, what's up with that? He's like, I'm a Crip. And we're like, <laughs> Kilo's a Crip. Yeah. Well, they actually go, oh, your name's Kilo now. You right, know? yeah. Because he moves Kilos, I guess. So my point is, from one second to the next, he became a Crip, a white guy. Right. And all of our friends were laughing and going, yeah. this guy's a joke. Yeah. What is yeah. this guy talking about? Well, in the same way, 
you're living your life however you're living. You guys are all friends. You guys are friends because you guys were very similar together. Right. Mm-hmm. You guys, whether you're good or bad or whatever, you've done, you've done everything together. Now, all of a sudden, one day to the next, you're like, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. What, what? the heck? Exactly. What? You're, what, you, what are you, weird? Like, stupid. Yeah. Why would you believe in some Jesus? It's this guy that they say died on a cross and then raised on the third day. Like, are you out of your mind? mind? That sounds yes. so stupid. Right. Exactly. No, and, and you said you said the right word about that scripture earlier, you know. You know, sometimes we are going to be rejected, you know. And I believe, like Melinda said as well, it's going to be for a time. Mm-hmm. As your life, if you continue to walk by faith, your life will be an example. And it's going to be undeniable. Um, all of us can attest to that. I know the crew that, of guys that, that I ran with at that time, especially like Manny and those guys. That I was always going to the bars. We were doing like crazy things all the time. And then the, the switch changed. And they thought I was tripping. They, right. they, well, well, they didn't they think thought, it was going to last. Yeah, yeah. They didn't think it was going to last. Yep. Exactly. You know, and sometimes they'd call me late at night. Oh, you know, we got some dope. We got some stuff. You know, come over like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like. And you're all, I'm, I follow Jesus. Yeah. They're like, uh, <laughs> this guy's lost his mind, exactly. really. No, They're like, what? I'm like, no, man, I'm sure. I'm, I'm cool. And then just time a- after time, just continue walking after the Lord, knowing his truth. And eventually, you know, a lot of them will come around or at least they'll respect you. Right. And that's, that's exactly that's my point. Key. Exactly what Melinda was talking about. They're going to watch your life to my friends thought, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what they thought, but they, they were like, whatever, you know, good. He found Jesus. Cause I mean, I was, Odin right, and right. you know, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Buddha, Mormonism. <laughs> it like, doesn't matter. Just, just stop. Just, doing just don't it. die. Yeah. But, after watching over time, just like they watch you, Sean, yep. then now you have that credibility because you stuck to your guns. They right. saw it's real. Yep. And um, when, 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 when things, when the, when the crap hits the fan, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to come to you. Exactly. And basically, then that's when you're going to be able to share with them. So just, hey, man, keep going for it. Yep. We walk by faith, not by sight. You know, you're going to have people that aren't going to be pumped on you, but you know what? you got a just lot of believers that love you. Them. So. Just keep loving them. Yes. And they'll come around. It's the love of Christ that brings people around. For sure. Cool. Was there was there another? Uh, wait, we had line one filled in, and then she dropped the line or something. Dang it. That was a good question, that too. Was it was something about, one. like, legalism and music, music or something. Yeah. Did you guys read that? Yeah, I know. I, I thought it was good. What was yeah. it? Do you remember? It, it was um, they sometimes fall in a, in a mode of legalism when it comes to some, some of their worldly music and trying to find a balance to it, you know? And I think that, that's a good question. That's, that's, good. that's yeah. a good question, you know, because a lot of us come from background. Music is like plays a major role in a lot of people's life, you know? Right. Whatever it is. I know me and Ryan grew up, we loved old Beatles stuff. And, like, everybody loved If you do dope and drugs for a while, you love Jimmy Hendrix. You like the Doors, you like the Beatles, you know, you know Led Zeppelin, all that kind of music. Um, through me growing up, the Chili Peppers, and then the rap from the '80s and everything, the NWA, the Easy, all that Two kind Life of stuff, crew. right? Two Life Crew, <laughs> all that stuff, Beastie Boys, all that kind of stuff. And as for me, as don't put Two Life Crew and Beastie Boys next to you. <laughs> That's two different, two different things. But when you when, when I came to the Lord, it was like a transition. You know, it was crazy. Your music's a, a powerful thing, right? It is. Yes. So for worship, I mean, yeah. worship was hard for me to transition into in the beginning. You know, because I remember being in my car a couple times and I'm trying to listen to a worship music and you're try, driving down the street and like this like soft right. girl's voice is singing this song and like. Uh, I feel like a punk right now. Yeah. Oh, you roll up your windows and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt that way, to be I honest. I like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, That was Raw Reese. Yeah. <laughs> 
But after a while, you see the power in it. And for me, like, there was just some music at times that was just like, I'm playing it, but it's like, oh, you know what? Those lyrics, man, like, I, I'm not down with it yeah. no longer, you know? And then you kind of move it away. But as far as, like, listening to stuff, you know, you know, I wouldn't listen to vulgar stuff anymore. No, because it's just polluting my mind. Right. But old music that, like, I'm down with, like, just clean, like, old, like, Eagles or Beatles or oh, different yeah, stuff like Eagles. that. Oh, yeah, Hotel like, California. It, yeah, <laughs> all, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's, if you listen to the lyrics... Mm-hmm. And you could tell, uh, I mean, the lyrics, just listen to the lyrics. If the lyrics are talking about dark stuff, right? Um, then you probably don't want to be listening to that right. stuff. I'm not legalistic. You know, I don't listen to a lot of secular music, mm-hmm. but I do listen to some. You know, I'm like I said, I'm more of like the old classic rock stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, from back in that time. But, uh, I mean, you could you could get into, like, even like some of the door stuff, it could... It yeah. gets, he, they oh, start yeah. getting pretty dark. You know, yeah. and he was into witchcraft, you yep. know, All that stuff. at one point. The whole Soft Parade album, which was my favorite album back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like, I don't really listen to I mean, I don't listen anymore right. because it's, I tried listening to the other day and it's kind of gnarly. You know, it's crazy with music because music has the power to take you back. Mm-hmm. Right. So quick. You're like, it brings you back to a particular party, yeah. a, a different seasoning in your life. And if it doesn't take you to a good place, mm-hmm. then it's like, man, I'm going to turn that right. noise down. To me, it comes yeah. down to... Personal conviction. Right. Yeah. There are people who are completely convicted about secular music altogether, and they Absolutely. don't listen to yep. anything but Christian music. Yes. And that's fine. Right. But you have to you have to decide for yourself what the Lord is telling you. You have to say, okay, Lord, you know what? You show me. Am I supposed to be listening to this kind of music, or what? What is what is my conviction? Because even when people get in my car, it's like. I listen to some secular music, mm-hmm. and I'll turn off my radio because I don't want to stumble somebody because mm-hmm. they might not have the same liberties that I do. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. don't want them to stumble because I have it on a secular station. Mm-hmm. So it's also being sensitive to the spirit, too, and to other people because we all don't have the same convictions. Mm-hmm. And we can't judge people because, oh, they listen to secular music, right. and I can, and I'm, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's mm-hmm. personal. It's, it's just like— between you and the Lord. I don't want to get side note, but it's just yeah. like— if you're if you drink a glass of wine mm-hmm. or if you drink a beer mm-hmm. or if you what movies you watch what concerts you go to it's it's all all this stuff has to do with what the holy spirit is doing in your life and what he's called you and what he's convicted you mm-hmm. right you know yeah. i'm not pro drinking i'm actually anti drinking cuz nothing good comes out of it exactly um at all you know but um you know god has me working out in the music industry and and I'm around a lot of stuff, so there there are some concerts that I go to that I that I'm, the Holy Spirit's not telling me to leave because actually He actually opened the door for me to go to certain ones, but I'm not there going. Oh, this is amazing. Right. I'm like you know, like I ended up at the um, Black Sabbath concert, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, um, I you know I had an opportunity to go, and I'm like, I'm like I'm not going to Black Sabbath. Like I you know it's just. I don't. I don't have any work, right. work to be done there. Right, like, right. I don't need to go. Like, what, what am I going to go listen to Ozzy? You know, mm-hmm. even though I liked him back in the day. But then, God like kept nudging me to go for some reason. I'm like, why is God telling me to go to Black Sabbath? I'm not working there. Right. So finally, I called my friend that works at Live Nation, and I got Black Sabbath tickets to go. Well, I ended up going, and I actually met up with an, two old friends wow. that are not walking with God anymore. Right. And I actually met them in line. At the forum. That's crazy. Okay, out of yeah. 20,000 people or something, right, I'm right. in line behind them. And we're like, what's up? Right. So wow. we ch- we chop it up. We start talking uh-huh. for a minute. We get our tickets. They go. They're ahead of me. 
Then I go in, and my seat's right next to them. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So God used that <laughs> opportunity for me right. to reconnect, and I don't know what the fruit is of it, but right. just me being there and yep. then knowing what I'm about, it was this cool reconnection, right. and it was, yeah. Planting that seed. Yeah. When, when it comes to that personal mm-hmm. conviction, there's a scripture. Oh, what I was doing the whole time, too, by the way. But while I was yeah. there, this is where I found myself. I, I, I was sitting there listening, watching the show. And as I start hearing Ozzy sing, dude, the dude has a full war between the devil and God. Mm. He clearly believes. I mean, if you go listen to the Black Sabbath stuff, right. he clearly believes in God and the devil. Mm-hmm. And he's in this war that's going on in his mind. So he's basically like call, talking to God sometimes. Right. So I basically while I'm sitting there, dude, I'm just praying. Right. I'm right. like, I just start praying. So I'm here at the show and I'm like, I know I'm here for these guys. Right. But now since I'm here and listening to Ozzy, I'm like. I'm going to start praying for this dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it turns out I got to talk to Frank Sontag because um, he used to be the DJ of, of that. KLOS right. 9, 99.5. Uh-huh. And he basically, he talked to Ozzy about God. Wow. Like there, like, right. and Ozzy clearly said, dude, he's like, I believe in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's but crazy. he's like, I war with these demons. Mm. Whoa. So that's, so dude, right. hey, if you're listening and I know you are, yeah. pray for Ozzy. Yeah. yeah. Pray for Ozzy's soul because he clearly believes that Jesus Christ is the son of God. But for whatever reason, he believes that Satan's more powerful. Exactly. It's deceptive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what I was going to say is when it comes to personal conviction, one of the scriptures that always stands out to me is James 4, 17. To him who knows to do good and does not do it to him, it's sin. And that basically puts it down to a personal decision. Mm-hmm. What that means is maybe it might be good for, you know, fine for you to go there. But for me, I don't feel right. I feel conviction. I'm like, I feel like I need to bounce and leave. If that's how mm-hmm. I feel, that's the convicting my, my, my spirit and my, my heart. Right. I bounce, I leave, and vice versa. It might be something you might not have a problem with or that you do have a problem with and I don't, then I'm free. And, and that's right. what, you know, a, a, a life with the, with the Lord is to be one of freedom and peace and liberty. And sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yep. yep. And, hey, you know, the way I look at it is if you want to have the Holy Spirit moving in you and through you all the time, disconnect from secular mu- music altogether. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's true. That's the facts. It is. Yeah. You because know? it's your mind. One of the yeah, biggest yeah. battles of a, of a believer's life is the mind. And people right. out there that aren't walking in the Lord. Your mind. The enemy, that's where he plays tricks on you. Mind trips. That's why people commit suicide. That's why people commit murder sometimes. That's why people continue going down a lifestyle, mm-hmm. maybe in a, a adulterous affair, because your mind's playing tricks on you. Or it's a mirage that the enemy is putting down. There's this temptations of opening up this door, and you're warring. Like yeah. Ryan was saying, is Anzi and his music, he's warring with himself. There's this battle that's portraying. But that battle is true in everyone's lives. Exactly. That we are... We we look at our world today with so much chaos and confusion in a lot of ways and behind it it is spiritual warfare that's taking place across this nation and across this world and it can only be conquered by surrendering over to the lord so the cleansing and the washing that comes by the word and music that is edifying that builds you up man it's only beneficial for you exactly. for sure i remember when you did that study about satan because he's the chief musician and mm-hmm. you went through like what every part on his body it was like an instrument mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i mean how could we not think that satan is not going to try to get us through music he was a chief musician so he's gonna hit us with music because why because you could get so enwrapped in it involved in it and it could just like you said it takes you back to your old, old days, man yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? It's and powerful. It's so powerful. And people worship when you're at a concert. Yes. Everyone has their hands in the air. Yeah. When you worship God, you throw your hands in the air. Exactly. And everyone's worshiping, and these these rock stars become icons. And dude, it's it's gnarly. When we come back from the break, we're gonna uh, we'll get those scriptures to define what, who Satan was, what the Bible says about right. him. Because some of you guys are going, hey, wait, his body was like an instrument. <laughs> yes, and we're gonna show you exactly. And he was one of the most beautiful creatures that God that ever, ever made, yeah. and he was made with wisdom yeah. beyond. So he was like up there, right below. You know, as a creation, right. he would be like the highest ranking. Angel, angel. Mm-hmm. in heaven. It, that's what it seems to be. Yep. So yeah. um, we got some really good questions, too, that are on the phone lines. We got Jay from uh, South Carolina. So hang on. Vanessa Don't hang up. from India. Uh, Landon Indiana. from... Indiana. In, wait, what did I say? <laughs> India. A little different. India? No, yeah. Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> this is not from India. This yeah. is India. All right. Um, we will be back, I think, here in a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, like Sean was saying earlier, if you want to get the podcast, if you want to watch the shows... Um, or even get the Whosoever's product, which supports our cause to go into public high schools and give out Jesus Christ, preach the gospel. We give them plugged into churches and give them uh, the gospel of John's. You can go to my website, ryan-reese.com, ryan-reese.com, and it's all for free. You don't have to pay for anything except for the product. (laughs) But – yeah, it's all there. So you can catch up on our shows. We cover every single subject from faith to addictions to just cool testimony stories. Yep. What else? We marriage. Um, shoot, we cover everything. it all. Right? Everything. And everyone has social media here, right? Yeah. We got Melinda yes. Reese. She's at 100. We got to get her to 1,000 today. Yes. We need your follow. follow. Me. Some people beg for money. We beg. We're begging for a follow from Melinda. Okay. We'll see you right back after the break. More live with Ryan Reese coming up. Is everything all right? Sure. Call now. 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop-de-doo. Now, back to live with Ryan Reese. Well, we procrastinated on getting the verses. <laughs> but where is it when it talks about say, Ezekiel is it Isaiah? Huh? Ezekiel 28 and Isaiah 14. Isaiah, yeah. So, okay, when I was talking before the break, I was talking about uh, Satan, what the Bible says he looks like. He says that he was set in gold. I'm paraphrasing. He's set in gold, and through his whole body, he has all these different rocks and rubies. So he could have, like, diamonds and, and um, uh like what else? Um, Jasper and onyx and all these different rocks set into his whole body. And it also says that he has like a pipe built into his chest. And then he has a tremble. And when you look up the tremble, it's basically like um, it's like a what do you call that? Like um, what do you call like those the things? highs and lows, right? Yeah, no, but yeah, but what, what is that? A tambourine. Mm-hmm. It's a, a tremble is a tambourine, but with a, a skin, a skin on one side. So when you look when you look at a t- like these instruments, you have you have Satan Lucifer standing there. He has pipes built in, which is like the mid range, you know, the organs. Then you have his voice, which is the vocals. Then you have the tremble, which is like a tambourine. It has those little like symbols around it, which is the highs. And then you have the 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 leather skin that goes around the side. When you hit that, that's the bass, bass. drum. Yeah. Yep. So you have the lows, the mids, 
the highs, and you have the vocals. Right. So now with that said, he was obviously a music machine. The Bible scholars believe that he was the worship leader. We won't know till we get to heaven. When, when we, <laughs> wait, what happened with that? <laughs> she, said, she said the one, man, one, band. one, one man, man band. One man band. Okay, I just got something in my earphones here <laughs> from a voice from heaven. But yeah. It was an angel, I think. It was a girl. Uh, no, I don't know. You know, you know anyway, um, so that's that's basically what the Bible says about Lucifer, and it's so interesting because when you hear some of these main secular songs, I mean, you could hear some songs, and I don't want to say any names because then all of a sudden, like, everyone's going to go to Ryan said that these right. girls are demonic and all this stuff. But you hear some songs, and they're so hooky. The when you when you listen to them, you're like, dang, yeah. And it just has like it just has this feeling about it that you're like. Man, there there feels like some there's some presence behind that mm-hmm. right. song. You know, it almost sounds like too good in a sense. You know, and, and even like what worship songs, man. When you hear those certain worship songs, you know, you're oh, like yeah. you're like they man, can that, bring the, you the to whole, tears. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's weird how songs music yeah. can hit you yeah. with the Holy Spirit. Obviously, you were talking about how both are forms of worship. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to say, "I wrote your dad used to say it all the time." It was a Bob Dylan song that said, "Everybody has to serve someone." someone. And it's true because when you're at the concerts, what happens? People are raising up their hands. You know, now it's cell phones up and just, you know, they're in awe. They're singing the songs. And usually the songs, you know, from music that we grew up with, a lot of it's talking of sex, drugs, the party life. And what do you want to do? Sex, drugs, the party life. You want to perform those things that you're hearing. And it becomes your lifestyle. Because that is what you're worshiping and what you have, ta- what's taking into your heart, into your mind and your heart, it comes out. You want to fulfill those desires. And the same is true when you're walking with the Lord now and you're taking in the, the music, you're taking in the word. Now you want to walk by God's spirit. You're walking in love and peace and joy and it, it's an amazing thing. And it's something where the enemy definitely knows that and he wants to persuade people going down right. that road. How many people look at rock stars and go... Bro, oh my God, you're God. You changed my life, <laughs> exactly. your album. Mm-hmm. It's helped them through some rough times. Right. But in the same way, when you listen to worship, God's music, that literally will transform your life. Yeah. It, it will change your life. It will yeah. literally change your life because God will change your life. We got a lot of calls. We yes. got to get to these guys. Let's do it. Let's, Let's go. go. We're going to go ahead and take number uh, Vanessa. No? Who are you taking? Yep. Oh, Vanessa. Indiana. I grabbed the. Uh, yeah, Vanessa. All right. Now you went off it. Wait. Oh, here we go. Who do you want? Vanessa from Indiana. Not India. Vanessa, are you there? Vanessa? Yes, I'm here. Thank you so much for taking my call. No problem. Cool. So what's your question tonight? So I was out exploring this in, this environment today, and I had this vibe where, like, at first it was good, like nothing bad. And as I was exiting, I heard this growl, and I don't know necessarily if it was a demonic spirit, but I just felt like... Had to get out of there. Like, where, where I, were you? I was at an abandoned hospital, actually. Huh? Aband- oh, abandoned hospital. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a haunted, like a haunted yeah. hospital. <laughs> yeah. That's what I haven't heard of because, like, it recently closed down. We're like, let's just go look because we heard like it had nice views of the town. But I just had that gnarly feeling of just get out, like, right yeah. now. Well, I mean. There's you see these shows of, of places being haunted and all this stuff. I mean, it's obviously demo, there's demo, demonic stuff that's happening that happens mm-hmm. in these places. I don't know what your experience was. I wasn't there, but I mean, 
I've heard other stories of, of similar stuff like what you've told me in, in different scenarios, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah, po- possibly could have, uh, been a demonic, um, thing. Are you, you're, you're a Christian, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Sean? Yeah. I, I think that you're not there no more. It sounds like, so probably you made the, yeah. the right decision and, you know, I, I've been involved in that. I know Ryan has as well. When you encounter like a demonic presence, whether it be somebody that is being harassed, um, or, you know, like a situation like that. It's real. Mm-hmm. For sure, it's real. Um, in, in our culture today, we, we see it so often. You know, the enemy is, is running rampant. Um, for it as a child of God, we don't need to fear. We got the power of the exactly. Holy Spirit, right? We walk in, in the power of the Lord. Do we play with that stuff? No. He did the right mm-hmm. thing leaving and, and, and going away from there. But it, it is a reality. I got a question for you, Vanessa. Be honest with me. Yeah. Now, did you guys go there with the thought in your mind that this place is haunted and we want to go check it out? You know, my friends, after we left, told me they did. I okay. just wanted to well, actually see it. What I would say is there's ways to open the doorways to the spirit right. realm. Mm-hmm. Now, and I feel like God just kind of gave me that. So to ask you, so if you guys are in your mind, you're going, this place is haunted, I'm going. You've now opened a doorway for the enemy to mess with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, if you were just going up there, cruising around, doing your thing and not looking for it. But when you when you open those doorways, the enemy has full reign to come in and mess with you guys. Don't take it lightly because yeah. it's serious. You so don't want to mess with it at all. If you didn't know if Satan was real, now you know. Exactly. Yeah, don't mess with it. We love you. All right. Thank you for calling in. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. You're awesome. Bye. Bye. Cool. Yeah. Tons yeah. of phone calls coming. I know. All right. So um, what was that one question that you got from Facebook? Yeah, it Live? was a little bit similar, too, and interesting since you were kind of breaking down what was it, was it says in Ezekiel 28. Uh, the question that came in on my Facebook was, why is it that we as Christians get so tempted by the devil now, nowadays? You know, um, one thing I've heard said before is that, like, you remember that picture, like, of a funnel? And when you pour in, in a funnel at the top, it's a huge yes. circle. Mm. But then as it pours in, it gets it gets smaller, smaller and smaller and more dense. And you, you talked about, like, at the top of the funnel being, like, years past. But now as it's getting closer to the end, the pressure, the, the tenseness of the demonic presence is going to be around. And the Bible talks about these things, that in the last days there is going to be perversion, Mm-hmm. There is going to be hate. There's going to be division. There's going to be all of these things gonna, that are going to be reigning. And we definitely see it in our culture today in many facets, right? And you talk about all how many previews do we see on television nowadays that has all these demonic movies and, you know, people playing with like these crazy stuff, the sexual aspect, right. which behind it, pornography, make no doubt about it. Like there is a demonic presence that is leading a lot of the creation of a lot of the pornography industry all around us. Just look on your Instagram feed or like, you know, uh, not your actual feed, but like people that you follow. Then you get like this whole other page with just randomness. Right. right. Sex is everywhere. Right. And it's just random people just showing, just taking pictures. Exactly. It's everywhere. Where does this come from? Oh, probably because people are watching the Kardashians and that's all these girls push is sex. Right. So that's where they're learning it from. They're growing up on TV. Go watch some movie t- trailers like Sean said. Everything's about split personalities. Uh, that movie mm-hmm. Split is about right. um, uh, a demon-possessed person. Uh, that DC Comics movie Doctor Who is about uh, – uh, It ta- talks right. about witchcraft and astro travel. And then this other Beast movie that came out. Dude – 
if you just open your eyes and look around, everything around us, the, the, the American Horror Story, that movie, dude, I turned that on. I didn't even know what it was. I turned it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I put it on to see what it was. Dude, I felt straight evil. Mm. Like in my room when I turned that thing on, I was like, whoa, that's gnarly. Right. So then I watched a trailer to see what the heck it was. Right. Gnarly. Yeah. Why? Because the king is coming. Jesus Christ exactly. is coming back for his church. Satan and his demons, they know the time is getting close. Everything that's happening in the Middle East, rumors of war, kingdoms are going to go against right. kingdoms, fans, great earthquakes, all this crazy stuff's happening. They know the king is coming, so they are ramping up and they're like revealing themselves. This demonic stuff that we're just now seeing in America, dude, go to Haiti, go to Africa. Right. Go to Asia. Go to the Philippines. Dude, you'll see witchcraft everywhere. everywhere. Yep. You yeah. go talk to those people. They believe. They see the supernatural. The go to India, dude. They they become demon-possessed and then walk for miles on their knees to, like, the monkey shrine. Right. I mean, dude. It's crazy. It's just America has been dumbed down mm-hmm. because it's been a Christian right. nation. So, we but haven't now seen it, but now. Now. It's yep. like in our face, and it's yep. going to get worse. And it's not exactly. a time to play games. Nope. You know, there's no. a scripture that just came to my mind as we were talking about this right now, and it's Romans. And I, I love Romans, but Romans 13 says this, And do this, knowing the time that now is high time to awake out of sleep. And that's talking about spiritual sleep, not being carnal any longer. It says, For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in reverie and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. It's just an exhortation to not be carnal, right. to not let the flesh reign in your life. The day is far spent, man. We are in these gnarly times that the Bible talks about. We're going to go ahead and take question four from... South Carolina. South Carolina. Jay, you're listening live with Ryan Reese. I have Sean and Melinda in studio. How you doing today? I'm doing great. About yourself? Good, well, good. Man. What's your question tonight? Um, I'm a new believer. Um, Rad. I've been reading the Bible and gave my life to God about two weeks ago, actually. Heck yeah. But I'm already feeling that struggle because I know the Bible speaks about idolatry mm-hmm. and not being of this world. Mm-hmm. So I'm having trouble finding that balance between enjoying the life I have now mm-hmm. and being godly. So the things of the world is basically because you have to live in the world, but you're not of the world. That's what right. the Bible says. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. So you can't just like, and I'm not saying you think this, I'm just going to say it. You can't just <laughs> hide in your house and be not a part of anything. Um, right. We got to be in the world, but not of it, which means don't not partaking in the things of the world as in sin. Right. Sin. Like you don't want to keep watching porn if you're doing that. You don't want to go cheat on your wife. I I don't know anything about you, but you don't want to go do these things that maybe you once did. Drugs, drinking, all these things. You can read about them in in Galatians 6 um, of the things of the flesh versus the things of the spirit. Um yeah, so that would be my opinion on and what the Bible says. What do you say, Sean or Melinda? Jay, how long have you been walking with the Lord? Two weeks? Um, yeah, two weeks this time, if that makes any sense. I've, yeah. Congratulations. I've been baptized and I've been saved before, but yeah. I've consistently you know, fallen off the path. And right. 
I've just recently rededicated my life. That's that's awesome. Congratulations, man. And what what I would say, this is where the work of the Holy Spirit takes place in your life. Mm-hmm. Jesus talks about if I if there's a portion of scripture to maybe meditate on a little bit, go to John thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. That's the last the last twenty four hours that Jesus um, spent with his disciples and it's real practical yeah it's good and um one thing he says is the work of the holy spirit this is what he's going to do the holy spirit is going to lead guide and direct you he's going to convict you of righteousness he's going to bring to remembrance um the word of god in your life and he's going to remind you that you're not alone. He's going to help you in your weakness. And so, Jay, you're, you're not going to be a perfect man. We serve. We are imperfect men that serve a perfect God. And he right. will guide you. He will change your heart's desires, and they will become his desires. Your desires will become his desires. And you'll, you'll see a transforming power of his Holy Spirit. Like right now, it's, sometimes it's kind of foggy. You know, sometimes you think, thinking like, how can I ever stop doing this particular thing? Whether it's drugs, alcohol, uh, a perversion uh, with, with your mind or with your mouth or whatever it might be. But, but the Lord is the one that can, and it's in his timing. He starts moving these things out of your life. But it is a process, man. And as we were talking about earlier, it's not about legalism. It's about not wanting to walk in bondage any longer, and the Lord will guide you by His Spirit as you just trust Him. Legalism is, is, I've is a very some very conservative Christian uh, input in my life. Yeah, uh, since I you know over the time that I have been in and out of the church, mm-hmm. and you know I enjoy things like riding skateboards or riding motorcycles. I'm really big into riding Harley, Harley Davidsons and stuff, and I've just had people tell me that. Anything that brings you joy outside of worshiping God, like read the Bible, being in church, is a sin. Okay, you're in the the wrong group (laughs) of people here. And that's exactly what Sean was saying. Legalism is rules and regulations. Exactly. We don't live by rules. The biggest thing I struggle with, I've I've infiltrated my life with a lot of legalism. Okay, this is what we need to do. We need to get him on a phone call, a side phone call. To talk to you because sure, is, we don't have enough time right now right. on the radio. Okay. So, uh, dude, that's awesome that you called in. Um, you're in a group around a group of people that are going to send you right back to where you came from exactly. with yeah. all these rules and regulations. Yeah. We're free in Christ, and we want to. For us, we want to depend on the Word of God to transform you and the Holy Spirit to transform your mind and your heart and to send you into that new direction that God created you for. For sure. So, um, I'm going to put you on hold. And if you get disconnected for some reason, please call back, and we're going to get you your name and your number, and we're going to give you a call and uh, give you a, a counseling call. Yeah. Cool? Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, thanks for calling, man. Appreciate you. Jay, thanks, man. All Thank right. You. We still have a few minutes, so I'm going to give out the call-out number just uh, another time, and it is 888-564-6173, 888 If you want to connect, comment, ask a question, um, do the show. We'd love to talk to you. Here we go. We got Janet from Jeanette. Londale. Londale. How you doing? How you doing? Great. How are you? We're doing good. good. What's up tonight? Um, actually, I had a comment on what the young man was just saying. Mm-hmm. I, I have been a Christian now for about three years, and the Holy Spirit and Jesus and is still working on me. I mean, yeah. to this day, and I think he'll be working on me until I'm until I'm ready to go home. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. But um, anyways, my question was: is um, when I when I wasn't baptized yet, but I had asked God to allow me to trust Him. 
And um, I felt the power of the Holy Spirit come over me as soon as I said that prayer with somebody else. Um, my question is, is does everybody feel that? Because I was talking to one of my Christian friends, and they said that they didn't feel it like that. Is it work differently in different people, or or how does the Holy Spirit work? Because for me, the Holy Spirit kind of led me to what God wanted or Jesus wanted me to do in my life for Him. So, like when you said when you said that prayer, you felt like you I didn't a, want to even pick a flower from somebody's yard. I just felt like a it was like an immediate change. Yeah, yeah. I, did, uh, I was a smoker at the time. I didn't want to smoke. I, I mean, I just, I was taught, I was walking up to people um, that were on the street and I was just embracing them. I just, it was just and like, I, I just know for a fact that God is real, that yeah. Jesus is our Savior. And I, I felt the power of the Holy Spirit so strongly, I could not explain what I was feeling. But I was just wondering, why doesn't... Everybody feel that same feeling. Yeah, you're correct in saying, uh, Jeanette, this is a a good question. And this is something that maybe a lot of people might have a question with. Um, Does God work in people's lives differently? Answer, yes, Yes. definitely. You know, we're in different walks uh, with our Lord. We come from different backgrounds and, you know, different circumstances sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But it doesn't make us more or less a Christian or any of those things. Like, you know, for me, I had a pretty dramatic conversion. So did Ryan, like, where it's just like strung out on drugs and like a a brokenness and God got a hold of my life and changed and took away the drugs and the alcohol and a lot of those things pretty quick right away. But then there's other people that I know that kind of had like, you know, they didn't really have many problems or whatever in their life. So there wasn't that strong contrast of a change, even though they had come with the Lord. And, you know, they did the, the prayer, but didn't have like, these like feelings, you know, the, per se. What about her? <laughs> yeah. What, what was your, because we yeah. came from a different life. What, what about you, Melinda? What was my conversion? What was it like? Um, it was, I went, my brother took me to church and it, I was sitting there and I just was like, okay, I'm going to see what this is all about. And as soon as the pastor started preaching and then he was like, okay, they want to give their life. And I started like crying. I couldn't stop crying. And I'm like, why am I crying? What's going on here? And then I just went up and I accepted the Lord. But when I accepted the Lord, like I did, it wasn't like instantaneously See? changing. It That's wasn't. Yeah. I still went back to my old ways. Right. I still tried to hang out with my friends. I mean, I was young when I accepted the Lord. So I was like in the party scene and I was doing all that. And I thought, hey, you know, it's But you cool. had, you did have an encounter yes, with God because you were, you were crying. Exactly. God was moving. Right. You accept the Lord. You have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Right. But yours was different than yes. Sean's, right. mine, right. and this lady. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Jeanette. You know, it was funny because I was kind of rebellious, too, uh-huh. and it took a while for, I mean, he, he kept teaching me and teaching me and teaching me and kept, you know, giving me chance after chance after chance after chance. Right. Because that's, he's just merciful and loving like that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took a while for me, too. It's just that that conviction Mm-hmm. was there immediately. Well, it's, it's, it, right. it sounds like this. It sounds like it, it took a while, but then all of a sudden when you decided to make that full commitment, God just said, all right, it's done now. Yeah. Right. He just poured over you, and I, it was overwhelming. I think, that's what it com- yeah. I think that's what it comes down to is yes. when you make – I know when 
Sean and I came to the Lord, we were at that point. We didn't want to mess around anymore. Mm-hmm. We were like, we're not even, we don't want to go back. We want whatever God has. And it was a instantaneously like, boom, God right. just, we were at that lowest point yeah. to where there was nowhere else to go. And some people like you guys, you know, you guys, you had this other life still right. going on, but you wanted Jesus, but you liked the world. Mm-hmm. So you weren't fully committed 100%. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think that's, a, that's, that would be the answer. I mean, you know. Yeah. And Everyone it, has a different experience. And it doesn't mean that, that God can't continue to work because you, you're saying that, uh, Jeanette, but I know that there are a lot of listeners because I've dealt with them before. Right. They've come up to us like, well, how come you stop being able to do drugs and how come right. this and that? I, I actually, I don't, I don't have a clear answer, you know, because God w- can work in all of our lives the same. Right. But you know what? Have patience. The Lord is going to be with you. He'll guide you through. Do not be frustrated or discouraged. And allow the Lord to do that work that will be lasting in your life. We got to go ahead and take these last two calls before the show ends. Thank you for calling. And we're going to go and take Landon from Apple Valley. Thank you. All All right. right. Thank you very much. God bless. God bless you also. All right. Here we go. I don't know why it's not picking up. Um, I think you got to uh, no Landon? hang that Wait, one up. Did you hang it up? Get this mouse. It doesn't work over here. <laughs> Wait, put drop call. I did. Oh. Boom. Drop. We got oh. three minutes. Why don't, why don't we just All right, Let's, just, let's just take say one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go ahead. I'm still here. I'm sorry. It's something that's been, been really on my heart, and I think a lot of people need to hear it because um, a lot of people are uncertain if, if they are saved because they still fall into sin. And this is what God's been putting on my heart. And I just wanted to share it. And I obviously I'm on the phone for some reason. Right. But um I he 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 kind of put in my heart that like when God looks at us, he doesn't see us. He sees Jesus within us. And Jesus died for our sins on the cross. So when we die we automatically go to heaven because he judges us for the Jesus that's in us. And if we're, if we're automatically saved because Jesus already died for our sins. Well, so, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he looks at us. We, we're forgiven for sins. We have right. a relationship with him. Exactly. Yeah, we have his whole, we have God, God, we have Jesus in us and the Holy Spirit. So, But he's not seeing us for the sinner. He's seeing us for the Jesus that's in us. Well, we're counted righteousness, yeah, by our faith. Right. So as long right. as we abide in Christ and we have the relationship, yes, there's 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 no sin because we have the forgiveness of sins. Yep, uh, we're washed white as snow. Exactly. Yep. Right? Okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, now let's get her off the line here. No, I'm yeah. joking. Uh, here we go. Thank you, John. I, now it ends. Yeah. Perfect. I don't know how many minutes do we have left over there, Colton. We have one, one minute. minute left. Well, we have one minute. Well, let's, um, you know, we appreciate all these phone calls. We're trying to get through all of them. Um, but if you don't get through, make sure that you call back next week. Um, lock that number in your phone because it never changes. 888 Always um, keep up with all the shows. Go to whosovers.com. Check out all the gear. Um, pray for all the, the different opportunities to get into these high schools through the Kill the Noise Tour. Also, go back to ryan-reese.com. You can follow us, all of us on our social medias as well. You can just uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. Love to connect with you. You can inbox us throughout the week. We love to kind of compile your questions and comments, and we'll be um, bringing them up as the show goes on. 
Guys, thanks so much for all your your love and support. And uh, pray, pray for this nation. There's a lot of things that are going on in this world today. And we're all we all see the same thing that all of you guys see. And a lot of people have struggles They're going through a lot of things. Well, the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. And that's what we should do as the body of Christ. Did you see the president's wife say the uh, the prayer today? I saw that. Yeah, the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty awesome. All right. We love you guys. We'll talk to you guys next Next week. week. Peace. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. I'm Dr. Lauren DeVille, a practicing naturopathic physician in Tucson, Arizona. In my podcast, Christian Natural Health, my guests and I discuss topics ranging from nutrition, sleep, hormone balancing, and exercise to specific health concerns like hair loss, anxiety, and hypothyroidism. I'll also interweave biblical principles as they apply throughout the podcast because true health is body, mind, and spirit. Listen to Christian Natural Health for free at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcast platform.